So for this, our 10th episode of the Bifrost Bridge podcast, we're doing a special ladies episode, a spoilers for the ladies. We're looking at some of the coolest and baddest female superheroes to come to TV in a long time. And we're looking at it today, next on the Bifrost Bridge podcast. And spoiler alert, we're not holding back. You're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. Okay, I'm the coolest. Yeah, I agree. So the first superheroine that we're going to look at today is, of course, Supergirl. It's been a couple of weeks since CBS has launched the new series, and it came with mixed reviews. Um, Now, if you haven't seen the series, again, spoiler alert, we're kind of sharing a lot of details that you may not want to know yet. Uh, If you have checked out the series, spoiler alert, we're sharing a lot of details that you may not want to know yet if you're not all caught up. But the show starts a little slow for my taste. And that's particularly because it seems they've mixed a little bit of pre-52 Supergirl uh, from DC-52 with a little bit of post-52 Supergirl. Now, she doesn't have the costume from post-52. That might have been a little bit too much for uh, even DC uh, and for CBS. But she does have the attitude of trying to make her way in the world, trying to, you know, the young, uh, instead of teenage, young adult girl, trying to figure out her path, figure out her superpowers, figure out where she belongs. Uh, They've incorporated uh, a little bit of the pre-52 with the Linda Danvers or Kara Danvers uh, storyline being raised by parents on earth. Uh, So it's a great story, but for me, it started a little bit slow. But then they started introducing additional characters. I'm not a fan of Max Lord as like a Lex Luthor-ish type evil villain. Uh, but in the DC universe, he is a kind of Lex Luthor-ish type evil villain. But at the same token, I'm not a fan of everybody and their brother finding out who she is. Can we just have one superhero on TV who doesn't divulge their secret identity to everyone and their brother? But overall... Once they start introducing the additional characters, it gets a little bit better. Uh, I'm not a fan of her. Supergirl working with the government, like she is the most powerful female on the planet, hands down, period. And if you go with some of the pre-DC52 anthology, her superpowers rival that of Superman or might even surpass it because he has been accustomed to holding his back so as not to do too much damage whereas she has not, so she's just got that raw, powerful potential. But when they bring in these extra uh, superheroes onto the show and extra villains for her to fight, it makes sense instead of her just, you know, stopping crime, which she does some of that. Uh, but I think the coolest thing was when they added a uh, added the Red Tornado. Wow, that blew it out the water. Kind of sad they destroyed him, because I would have liked to seen him come back in other you know, reiterations, and maybe he will, except for they killed Tio Morrow as well, so kind of hard to say, but you never know, Tio Morrow, time travel, who knows what they'll do, hopefully they'll bring that back. But the coolest thing also was they introduced the Martian Manhunter, and that was mind-blowing, they made him super powerful, uh, they made him a shapeshifter, they made him awesome, and even though it was only for an instant, 
I thought that was awesome to bring the Martian Manhunter uh, into the storyline. And I, I can't wait to see what they do with that. So if you haven't done it, check out Supergirl. Uh, they're about to do their mid-season finale. Uh, so check out Supergirl. It's worth checking out. Even though it starts a little slow, it picks up. And if you give it the full three to seven episodes to kind of let it sink in, I promise you'll enjoy it. So the next superheroine that we're checking out is Jessica Jones. Now, if you have no idea who she is, it's okay. Most of the comic book world has no idea who she is. And prior to this year, or maybe last year when Netflix announced they were doing Jessica Jones, uh, you could have gone to any comic con prior to then, and you would have never seen anyone in a Jessica Jones outfit. You would have never seen anyone dressed up as uh, Jem, I believe her name was, unless it was Jem and Hollister, the, the holograms or whatever that cartoon character was. <clears throat> but today, uh, she her name is everywhere. Now, she has a dark, dark history and a dark, dark past. So if you're checking out this series on Netflix, it also starts a little bit slow. And each episode, they add a little bit of her history and a little bit of her past to what she's gone through, to what's brought her to where she is. Uh, but they also introduce Luke Cage, and it gets really, really, really good. I'm only about halfway through the series. I think I'm on episode like six or seven. So for those of you who want to check it out, uh, you can go Google online uh, the history of Jessica Jones. Again, it's a little dark. It's a little deep. Uh, she's not like the superheroine that your daughter will want to dress up and be, your little teenage daughter or younger daughters. Uh, but she is pretty cool. They show her powers off and on. Uh, and give her a great storyline. So it's an awesome story that mixes into the whole uh, Daredevil, Luke Cage, that whole storyline. Uh, Netflix is doing a great job with this series. And I'm looking forward to see what they do with the Iron Fist series, if that ever comes out, and the Luke Cage series. So uh, just check that out. Again, give it a full three to seven episodes just to get your flavor on. And if you want to know more about Jessica Jones, just go Google her. But she's pretty powerful. Uh, it would be nice to see her fly a little bit, because I think in the comic book she flew just a tad. But overall, worth checking out. Now, the next and final superhero, uh, superheroine, uh, to check out um, is not getting her own show, so to speak. Uh, she's just been introduced as a part of the Flash and the Arrow series, and I'm talking about Hawkgirl. And if you've read any of the, like, DC anthology on Hawkgirl, or if you, like I, were a fan of uh, Justice League or Justice League International before they pulled that animated series off the air, uh, you will know that Hawkgirl was the bomb. I mean, she was as bad as it gets, uh, a warrior princess. On the series and in the comic anthology, she was from the planet Thanagar. On the series and... In the comic book anthology, some of it, she was from the planet Thanagar. And in the series, uh, she was kind of sent here as a spy type of thing. In the comic book series, uh, she and Hawkman were married and they were escaping uh, from the planet Thanagar. They were like exiled. And if you look into some of the comic anthology, uh, they are following, the TV show is following some of the comic anthology that has her and Hawkman as reincarnated Egyptian gods and goddesses who just keep reincarnating and keep finding each other. 
Now, they just introduced it, and she's not going to have her own show, but she's going to be featured, along with Hawkman, she's going to be featured in the Legends of Tomorrow TV series that is coming out uh, in 2016, early 2016. And I'm looking forward, if she's anything like the Warrior that they made Hawkgirl in the comic books and in the animated series, she is going to be awesome. I cannot wait to see her warrior up and kick some butt. Definitely worth checking out. So if you haven't checked it out, you can go watch the recent Arrow Flash crossover uh, that kind of brought her powers to light. They've introduced her and just been bringing her along minute by minute, uh, dropping her in cameos over the last few episodes of The Flash, but now in this Flash and Arrow crossover, they kind of brought her story and her powers to light. They brought in Hawkman, and they just set the scene for the Legends of Tomorrow series. So go check that out. Definitely worth watching as well. And I know I said she was the final, but I do have one honorable mention that I want to share. So as an honorable mention, I want to talk about this series called Into the Badlands. Now, I know we're talking about superheroines, and the woman that I'm about to talk about is not a superheroine. It appears she's a villain, but she's awesome, and she deserves to be mentioned, and her name is The Widow. And if you've not seen this series, Into the Badlands, it's a great series. It's on, uh, I believe, AMC. Uh, They've only done six episodes for season one, of which uh, I think only five have aired so far, so you can get caught up really quick. But... Widow is a baron or a baroness. There are seven barons who control, you know, the countryside or whatever. And she is one of the females who owns them. And she seems to have fought her way to the top. This series is like a a Mortal Kombat movie on fire. It's awesome. Lots of fighting. Uh, There is a lot of blood. So you may want to, you know, judge whether or not you can watch it with uh, your family, younger kids and all that kind of stuff. But it is is awesome. And if you haven't checked it out and you haven't seen what the widow can do, I mean, the moment they introduce her, it's like the second time you see her, she is going for broke and she's taking people down left and right. And she's showing why she is called the widow. Definitely worth an honorable mention. Although she's not a superheroine, she has earned her way into this list of ladies who are just awesome. Superheroines who are just awesome. And if you've watched any of these shows, uh, love to hear your feedback on what you think on Supergirl, how you think that show is going, where you think it will go, how you think they can make it better. Uh, love to hear your, your, your feedback on uh, any of the shows that we've mentioned, Jessica Jones, uh, he, your feedback on The Widow. I definitely want to hear uh, your feedback on The Widow and what you think of her if you've checked out that show, but also... Uh, anything that you want to share, your comments and all that good stuff. Now, people always ask, well, what about, what's the Christian layover? Because the whole purpose of this podcast is to show and talk about and bridge the gap between geeks and the gospel. And I really don't have one other than these are some great shows. Uh, they're, they're, they're a little bit violent. Some of them are, are, are showing, you know, inner hope in people like Supergirl. Some of them are showing people trying to overcome their past and their struggles like Jessica Jones. Uh, and I got to say, some of them are just showing people who are really cool, like the widow, who's just taking advantage of a situation and kicking butt. 
But I'd love to hear what you think. Love to hear what shows you like. Until next time, True Believers.